I'd say we honestly just get into it, honestly. Agree see what more. happens. Yeah. Get yeah, in that's... first, ask questions later. Yeah, for sure. That, that, is right. always, that is always the way to get – that's always the proper method. Yeah. So. I'm not asking questions beforehand, yeah. No. If it, then, then they start, like, thinking, and it's just like, – it gets really awkward and quiet. And that's not what you want on a podcast. No. Welcome back to another dreadful episode of the Roblox Podcast with Andy Cap and Coop. I am Andy, and today we are going to talk about moons, craters, the metaverse, and moons and craters in the metaverse. So stay tuned. What is up, everybody? It is a pleasure and an honor to be in your ear holes this evening for us. Might be morning or afternoon for you. I don't know. But if I sound a little quiet tonight, it's because I'm at my girlfriend's parents' house, and I don't want them to know I'm a raging lunatic. I mean, I obviously am. I just don't want them, you know, to know. Trying to keep that under wraps for a while. You don't want them to know about the podcast is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm ashamed of us. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah. And it's funny because I was thinking this right before we jumped on, like, no one knows I do this other than like our extreme family gang. Like that's the only people that actually know in real life. I think like my family like knows I do this dumb shit. And obviously my girlfriend, unfortunately, but no one really knows I do this. And it's not for any real reason. It's just because it's so fucking stupid. I, uh, I never, ever advertise that we have this. Like um, one of my players that I was wearing one of our hoodies and one of my players asked what the roll blob pod was. And I'm like, nothing you're going to learn. <laughs> nothing we're yeah. going to talk about you know, it's like so, that meme where they're standing around at a party and there's that guy in the corner it's like they don't know that i'm a co-host in the roll blob pod <laughs> and they don't need to know they do they have no business and i've in fact i've thought about deleting it from my bio just in case like what if like a family member is like oh there's coop's twitter roll but i'll listen and then it's like you know christmas eve and it's like hey um you know that one thing you said that was very rude towards women or like, I don't know. Like, I don't want creates to oh, awkward conversations at family events, bro. Like, we're going right. to be fucked in like 2045 when like we're applying for some like legit job and like the algorithm just pulls up all these quotes that are just like in the internet forever. Like of us just saying the most, it'll just pluck the most random bullshit sentences. So um, our futures are fucked, fuck. but they'll, like they'll, they'll hear us talking <laughs> they about they're like, what are, why are you guys talking about males boxes all the time? <laughs> right like i don't listen, or you're like, like I, you're trying to get a job at hp and they're like well you bashed our printers back in 2021 <laughs> so yeah good luck with that yeah if we're safe to say on the printer game we're never getting in that industry for sure but yeah. fellas i don't know if i've been this hyped about georgia football since 2009 has georgia football existed since 2009 <laughs> I do believe so in Stanford Stadium. Yeah, dude, awesome times. Jonas Hayes, that eclipse by itself. I mean, there's really no better team as a Xavier fan to win the National Football Championship than that team. 
Then the second is Ohio State. Second is Ohio State just because of Coop. Uh, 119 right. is Notre Dame. Uh, and then you can fill in the blanks in between Coastal Carolina top five. But like, I mean, yeah, I don't, oh, yeah. I can't, I can't think of a better narrative uh, for myself than, than Georgia winning the national football championship. Especially like, I mean, you got uh, Jonas, you got Juan. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how vocal Juan was about the, uh, about the Georgia Bulldogs. But we know Jonas is vocal enough for the entire city. So I think <laughs> the entire Xavier community was Georgia fans this weekend, unless you bet on Bama like I did. So, um, mm. RIP my bank account, but that happy sucks, for bro. Like, I feel bad for you because the only I've never bet on sports except for one time randomly at a bar in Florida, uh, during the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl, and it was the only time I ever bet on the Patriots, like the one time they fucking lose. Um, yeah, never, never again. It, and it sucks, bro, because normally you'd be right, like that's a good bet, you know what I mean? Betting on Nick Saban, Alabama, oh, yeah, I hate to fucking see it. Nick Saban had a month to prepare for a, a, a game against one of his assistants, and they were it was Alabama plus one and a half, like. Alabama money line like plus one thirty. Give me that. Absolutely, give me that. And then, and then obviously, so that's just so much fun. I mean, and then also, I just love the education to to get reiterated again how to apply coat, uh, how to apply a coat of paint when you you know paint your body at a at a sporting event. I think that's notes we right. can take for zip them up, Andy. Yeah, and, uh, honestly, it's first he does I'm... the white. Then he does the red, and then it helps for the black when you put it on after. So I mean, just just tricks of the trade from experts, you know. And honestly, I think I might have him come in and wow. We talk about, we come talk about, what? okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I might have him fly out to Cincinnati for the mm. TBT and help paint us. Okay. I'm going to table this really with quick. What? Have a paint question. us with what? That's disgusting. Do you think he made the trip to Indianapolis, whoever that man is? And like go from bad to worse. Yeah, that's like um, that's like Bennett's cousin or brother or something. Like, I don't know. He's a respectable man in the Georgia program now. He's an assistant coach or something. Like, I want to know if he's out there. He's kind of like us with the roll blob pod. Like, perhaps he's ashamed of that. Like, he's a corporate banker now, and he's like, oh, yeah, I can't let anyone know. Like, hey, have you seen that video of that Georgia fan and like screaming about Spurrier and visor? Yeah, that Spurrier's no, visor. I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah no, and now Georgia's coach wears a visor, so that's hilarious. A guy we can definitely relate to, Spider-Man pointing gif. He is definitely on the short list of like stupid people we'd love to interview. Like we talked about uh, Brandon Davies. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like guys like that, like guys that don't really have any kind of like famous anything, but like would be on our top list of guys to interview. Like they are elite in our brand. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. Georgia guy that can't that freaking screamos in a whole interview. Brandon Davies. Well, if they make a whole really list, ironic like, is if he's a fifty-year-old accountant that sits in a lower bowl. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm here for it. I would love to hear. I, I, in my mind, though, like he's dedicated to his craft and he's only been leveling up. You know, these last thirteen years, and he's just like Danny Phantom on steroids. You know what I mean? You know where Danny Phantom meets his future self, and he's got all these crazy powers. I bet you now he's just got like all kinds of crazy voices, and his paint game is on a whole other level. That's that's at least in my in he, my. He hope. added a few colors, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's, he can say more than three colors in that screamo <laughs> voice. Um, I, I hope so. I, I hope so. Um, I, I would love to get in. This is my dream. Okay, I don't even know where this popped up. Him. And Jonas Hayes on the same interview. Um, we, I would love to make that happen. <laughs> I think our power might go out with all the electricity. Yeah, world's colliding. Overload. Uh, yeah, It'd be definitely. perfect if it's a Zoom call. You have, like, the four boxes, us three, 
Jonas, he comes up first. And then it's like, yeah, we're getting our next uh, our next guest. He's a Georgia super fan. And it just loads. And then his picture, like the live feed of him comes up. And he's just painted white, just like he was in the video. He's like, Jonas. <laughs> you, that's just radio you just can't beat. And it's a good time to be in podcasting because I just saw uh, Wee's talking about making his podcast. And someone added him about having Zach Hankins on. And he seemed receptive to it. That would be a really good listen. So, but I have to ask you though, what are the odds Wee's ever records and uploads a podcast ever? 50, 50, 50, 50. Thank you. Correct answer. There's no other answer. I like, I'm just useless right now. No other answer. It's always 50, 50, but this one's not. I'm saying like 595. There's no way. There's no way he actually records and and uploads a podcast. I'm taking it to the bank. And I hate to be that guy, but it's not happening. Uh, It's not happening. Um, I would, I, I would love honestly, to hear like if he ever does record one and decides he's not going to publish it. Like honestly, oh. Andy, if you could teach me how to edit it real quick, I'd love to be like, hey, we use like, you know, just I'll edit your podcast. I just want to hear them first, <laughs> and then like if they're worth publishing, you know, publish them. But I'd love to just hear the the sloppy copies, if you will, the outtakes, everything. I don't mean to fucking ego trip or anything, but I'm gonna have a really funny biography someday. I'm going to have in the same biography, like was on a naval warship and spent 30 minutes making CJ Anderson, a Wee's news network graphic. Uh, like that was the same, that, that person had, you know, that was the same person. You know what I mean? Like, and that might be too much for one lifetime. Like, I, <laughs> the duality of man is, is absolutely unbelievable with this guy. Um, anyway, boys, <laughs> before we just fucking talk about this, which is literally fucking nothing for 45 minutes, which is the opposite of what we said we were going to do five minutes ago. Um, so the, the epitome of brutality, you guys, Ron Jostein, holy fuck, man. So Seton Hall, ranked Seton Hall, had a really good year. They become full strength, and then they lose to DePaul because Big East. I just fucking love this conference so much. Dude, you can't beat it, dude. And then DePaul, the gods, the heroes that we don't deserve, not only do they win the game, but they make it cinematic as fuck and cockblock oh UConn. And you and cockblock UConn for like 10 whole minutes. It was perfect. It was absolute theater from DePaul. Uh, DePaul just comes up clutch in the content creating business. So, yeah, like, mm-hmm. they're just an electric factory. Like, if you want good basketball, like, don't look at Chicago, Illinois. But if you want just Twitter content and just hilarity, is that the correct word? I'm going to make it the correct word. Fucking hilarity. Look no further than the 2000 fan arena in Chicago, Illinois, on DePaul's campus. This is on DePaul's campus. It is now. And this is why when we talk about the short list of biggie teams that would get the boot, they are not even in the top two. Like it's, it's Georgetown and Butler. And then maybe the conversation goes to DePaul. Like I'm kicking out Georgetown Butler way before DePaul. Honestly, um, what does, what benefit does St. John's bring? It's that whole New York York market BS. Uh, I guess that doesn't matter anymore. Amir Garrett. (laughs) I mean, they're no Fordham. No, they they, like, they don't bring in that new, that, that New York market, if, that's true. If we really wanted the New York market, we would be all over them. Um, obviously, Boston University is on the short list. Um, Cleveland State, uh, you know, these kind of, you know, uh, metro powers. But Buffalo, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Rochester. Ithaca, thank you. Utica Branch. Um, anyway, but just fantastic theater from this conference, and you absolutely love to see it. Um, 
and so do we want to talk about this do we here here's the thing we were going to record this podcast thursday night um wednesday night before the nova game now the nova game has since passed do we want to get into it we might i guess we might as well i feel like we're kind of obligated to what do we say boys I mean, people definitely are coming to us for our analysis of that basketball game. So I think we need to give the people what exactly what they want, um, which Let's, is a full-on breakdown. You can't X's spell analysis. X's and the O's. You can't spell analysis without anal. So let's get into the butt-fucking. Okay, so X versus Nova. I mean, so I have three dashes, and they are fucking Gillespie, Jesus Christ the officiating, and I'm really not mad. And that's really all I have to say about the matter, for being completely honest. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there, there are definitely things we could have done better, like make more shots and get yeah. more rebounds and foul less. Um, but Andy, we win that game seventy four percent of the time. Though. We we do, we do. The the <laughs> analytics show that, and we did have a higher yeah. shot quality than Noah than Nova. There's did. a fifty. Yeah. There's a fifty fifty chance at seventy four percent of the time we win that game. That's all I'm gonna say. That's true. Hang the banner. Hang the goddamn banner. <laughs> we have the odds in our favor from a game you know, that's already I, happened. <laughs> I think I have an idea as to why Xavier did not win. And so the game's tied, right? And Xavier has a chance to potentially take the lead. They don't. They cough it up. Whatever happens, I can't remember. Then Villanova's up by two. Xavier can hold for the last shot if they want. Or they can do what they did, and that's – try to get two and play for the tie and come up unsuccessful. And then it's free throws from here on out and the game's over. But what I'm pretty sure happened was in a timeout, Travis Steele drew up a play, right? He's got a little whiteboard that has half the court on it. He draws X's and he draws O's. He says, this is what we're going to run. One of the players said, coach, are we X or O? He's like, we're O. And they said, why would we be O? We're Xavier. We should be the X's. He said, forget about it. It doesn't matter for X or O. Just do what the lines are telling you to do. They said, that makes no fucking sense. I'm confused. So we're X, but we're playing as O. And he threw the clipboard and said, do whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter. That's what happened. I'm pretty, a source told me that, and I believe it. I do. Can you like, a donor, a donor that donates a lot of money to that university told me that in confidence i'm pretty sure that happened it donates a lot of money and posts a lot on facebook i'm inclined to believe it yes just imagine playing ohio state oh that, that'd be... they got lucky they got lucky what are we supposed to do but it really is dude i just don't understand my dog opened the door so now i'm trying to talk even quieter it is absolutely insane this conference let's call gillespie get away with this bs like oh my God. literally 15 times a game. I, I about I collapsed when he got tr- called for a charge. I mean, it's, it's, I know, me too. It's no retreatment, but like, it, I just don't get it, dude. It's blatant every single play. It, it's just unbelievable. I just, it, it, it was, oh, dude, I got, I got so like actually mad. Like, don't tell me when I was mad, but I was actually mad. Like, in this, like midway through the second half, I was like, this happens. Every, like, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Uh, it's like, there's it's no point in being mad anymore because you just know that. You are like you're going in there playing against Buffalo Wild Wings, and he's going to push off and just do every little cheap little thing to get extra space. And he's got a quick trigger, so that little push off he has, like that's all the space he needs. Whether he gets it legally or not, they don't give. It's the only way. It's the only way he can get space. Yeah, he he's not an elite ball handler. He's under control, but the only way he can get space and. Uh, gets get someone off balance is by pushing them 
and they let him get away with it for five fucking years and they have and we figured it out but the officiating has not i don't it's just such a who is officiating that night either not even a little bit and i've never been one of those like officials people like you know like every other game it was like oh fuck we have this official we have that official i've never been that guy but like it had such an impact on that game and i still think that nova probably would have won the game either way even if we had good officials i think they deserve to win um, the officials didn't lose the game getting down 17 and missing 75 percent of our wide open shots lost us the game it's more of just the it. fact that a, a top 20 game, you know, Xavier Villanova is just that poorly officiated in the Big East. I mean, this isn't, you know, I mean, it's such for such a big league to have that fucking clown show of officiating is just unreal. I, I'll never understand it. Um, and it's just bla- what do they watch the film of, of the officials? And they, they know <laughs> well, that, that this is a top 20 game. This is your biggest game of the week, Big East. And you give this game the official that makes it all about himself that's another thing that i'm like semi-serious about who do officials report to like who is who is on quality of who who's in charge of quality control for officials like what is their accountability because i feel like you just have been a shitty official for 15 seasons over and over consistently consistently and you still have job security and like i bet you like they make i bet you boc makes pretty solid fucking money and he's just a trash official year in and year out blows games with with these shitty calls and they, who do they report to? Like, they just are shitty every single game. It's like, all right, cool, let's get them out. Head of officiating fucking... for your yeah. conference who you're yeah. probably best friends with. That'd be like us reporting to, like, Patrick Cable or something. Like, <laughs> right. Hey, I said the F yeah. word. Who will just hype up anything we do? <laughs> yeah, essentially, like, okay. Yeah, we're going to do this shitty podcast 50 times a year. All right, yeah, cool, great. Sounds awesome. Do more of yeah. it. Um, but it's just ridiculous. Like, hey, like, we suck tonight. Let's go do it again fucking next week for the next twenty top 20-round 20 matchup. Like, it's just, like, fucking unreal, like, how this shit just keeps continuing to happen. Um, but I don't know. It's just frustrating, but it, it didn't. I think we deserve to lose the game, if I'm being completely honest. We did. We did not execute at all. I mean, I think at one point we're like one one for ten on layups. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's not a recipe for success. And uh, someone pointed out a, a good point. Like I did not get up and say it would be a good day for the make shots offense. So I will take full responsibility for that loss. Um, yeah, like, it's, on, it's on you. It is. I mean, we yeah. have guys like um, Colby Jones who we've seen hit wide open threes time in and time out missing like oh, he wasn't missing badly but no no one no one within 20 feet of him like he was one, he one was of, ocho cinco no one around him unguardable always open and one of nine yeah just couldn't I mean, hit it was just it was just wide open wing jumper with like no one even near him and he's been a pretty solid shooter this year yeah. i bet he's probably in the, i bet he's probably in the mid 30s on decent attempts like it's not like he's not shooting a lot or shooting a bad percentage um, and just wide open rhythm threes, like honestly, too open. Like one of those shots where it's like you pause because you're that Start open. Start thinking about shot. it. Like, is this yeah, real life? That may have had something to do with it, to be honest, because he was just wide the fuck open a few times. Um, <laughs> it's got to be think- something with just playing Villanova because the first time we played him in the first half, we went 0 of 14 um, from deep. And then, like, for what? <laughs> like, statistically, if you're taking right. 14, you should make seven. Cause that's 50. I mean, because <laughs> chance you're going to make it each time. So you and figure, like, okay, that's statistically actually impossible. It's 50, but like, it, but it's ridiculous. Cause it's like going 15 and 15 is like super, super rare, but like going over 15 is also crazy rare. Like that you're going to yeah. miss that many shots. Something's um, got to yeah. give. 
And then two, dude, just Villanova's the fucking worst. The way they beat you is just like this slow bleed, bro. 95% from the free throw line on over 20 attempts. Like, it's they're automatic. just the worst. They're just, a, it was like, dude, I remember when I was a kid and I'd play my dad in 21 and he would, I would be, I'd get like eight makes, you know what I mean? I'm up like 16 and nothing. And he makes one shot and just makes free throws to win the whole fucking game. I guess that's what it feels like. It's just like, they're not even good. They just do all this fundamental shit incredibly well that actually has an impact on winning. And it's really freaking annoying. Cause I don't think they're a more talented basketball team, they're um, but they're a better, but they're a better basketball team. They are. And that's, that's probably the best way to describe it. because like, you cannot look like five on five, uh, you cannot say Villanova is more talented than Xavier is, and but that does not that does not matter. I'm not They're saying they don't have talent; team. they obviously do. They're, obviously, they're, yes. bagging, they're bagging a few five star recruits here and there, but like, but I mean, I look at Dewan Odom. I don't see an athlete on that roster that's Dewan Odom. Yeah, you know I mean, Jermaine Samuels is an impressive athlete. Got sunned by freaking Colby Jones, um, but but that's beside the point. I mean, I think I think as a talent is concerned, we're definitely not in a different playing field. You know what I mean? Like, I think we're on pretty. I wouldn't say even footing, but it's not like we're on a different ballpark. We're playing the same game, I yeah. think, from a talent perspective. And and a big difference is their <coughs> players are always – like, they, they always outsmart our players. Like, d- down on the block, they're not just tougher on the inside. Like, they don't just back oh, our man. guys down. They they get our guys with a little bit of, like, a, sh- oh. like a, a shoulder turn, and then they just go over their opposite shoulder. Like, Justin they get Morris. our guys off bounds so easily just, and so well. Justin Moore and Eric Dixon are textbook. I mean, goodness gracious, they just get you. I mean, but you have to, but and that's the beauty about that offense. Like you have to respect their shots. So you have to respect the shot fake, you know, um, right. it's, it's honestly, it's beautiful offense. I'm, I'm gonna be, it, it sucks how much I, like, I hate it so much. Like I hate that it's as good as it is. They're kind of like the Spurs to me. I've always hated the fucking Spurs. They're fucking boring, but they're really fucking good. You know, like that, that's Villanova to me. Like I fucking hate the way they play, but they're really There's freaking like good. No emotion in it. They're never no. too high. They're never too low. It's just like, okay, it's just consistent. Jay Wright doesn't smile. He won the national championship and said, boom, and made a fit. <laughs> yeah. and that was it. I just imagine if- think about it again. I just, if, I, I just imagine like any given time that you like walk into like the pavilion, it's just, three-man weave and you know one-footed chest passes and practicing free throws you know what i mean it's not like it's just a factory like i feel like it's just a fundamental factory let's have an assembly line of three-man weaves and free throws and and triple threats like the practices that my when i was in the seventh grade my team would do are probably villanova practices there's just this there's just like this big funnel of like little white italian point guards that are doing three-man weaves and trickle and triple threats all day long and they, they all get in a circle having a like, yeah. you know, basketball in the hand like pounding it like this so, uh, all the people watching at home they can just, see me exactly what i'm there's doing there's a sign like at the ymca where it says no dunking allowed <laughs> <laughs> they're just you know at like a really nice italian restaurant watching pete maravich videos like it's oh i fucking hate it dude i i it, like i love the freaking jay Wright tweet like i ain't got no type and it's just you know, Colin Gillespie, <laughs> Diakono. Like, it's just like, uh, I'm pretty safe to say you might, you might have a tight, my dude. Um, so so it, it's, it's, it's a shame, but it, that's obviously, you know, the power structure in the Big East. And, but I will be completely honest. This is my last couple of low points here. I think if you play that game at Cintas this season 10 times, I think, honestly, 50-50 shot. I think we win five out of 10 at Cintas this year against Nova. I think at Nova, we win one or two. But I, I don't think that's that much of a better team than we are. I think if you, I don't think, that loss is indicative of them being that much better than us at Centos. Um, and then my other thing is with this, all this bullshit about fire, you know, who um, dude, like that game, another ball bounces another way and we win. And then it's like, Holy shit. Like this is a revelation and, you know, extends steel through 2069. So if like, we, if that, we get to overtime, we win that game. 
that's the shit that's Probably, ridiculous yeah. to me is it's such a game like there were there could have been you know you i can name off the top of my head six or seven different plays like if that play goes this way we win you know what i mean like like uh, so it, it's frustrating with all that fire and, bs because it's just it's a one play game and how how many of uh jack nunji's hook shots hit oh hit the God. front rim back rim, then bounced out and as badly as Freeman played, I don't think his offense was particularly bad. We just weren't putting the ball in the basket, which yes. is kind of important. <laughs> <laughs> well, one might say, one might say. I, I mean, that's just one man's opinion, but like, Jayesh, but like, but you're right, though. I mean, like, I think 74% of the time, there's a 50-50% chance we win. And, uh, you know, it wasn't our night. It was that 30, it was that 26 math podcast. Um, but so it goes. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to talk? Do you guys have any more uh, Xavier talk? I had a thought, but I don't know where she went. So, <laughs> at a boy. <laughs> but I, but I, I will, I will say though, in the Running Man's, we win by ten. In no, our yeah. regular, in our regular home whites, I think we win that game. Like Grace, I, I know it sounds silly, but yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. White, even in the ones that have like that weird script Xavier across the yeah, chest oh. that they wore like two years ago. I think we probably in that. I, I think Scruggs makes the layup if we're wearing those. I think. Oh yeah, and, I think and I'm I only, think he passes on a layup and it's a three at the buzzer. I, I mean, bro, like, he's holding for a three to win the game. Honestly, I think Dwan Odom hits a game-winning three if we hit where the uh, running man, running man whites, and, and the running man's do get a better dunk on Jermaine Samuels than you got on EJ Liddell. No question. No, oh, yeah, no so, question. So I don't know what the move was there, like why are we saving it at home against Creighton when we could have. I mean, that's a Villanova uniform. Plain and shipping simple. delays. That, I mean, it's we do we are having the supply chain issues, so that, that very well could be. But it. the USPS uh, tracking number says it's in transit. <sighs> Freaking curse, man! This is some bullshit. Supply it's chain transit cost us, us no. But it was coming from uh, New York, and then it made it all the way to Dayton. But then they sent it over to Syracuse, New York, and then it's coming back to Cincinnati. So, but they should be here by noon tomorrow. We're, we're all about today. efficiency here. I hate it here. Um, all about the fish in the sea. That's correct. But but I really don't understand that move. Like, and I'm only kind of kidding. Like, I think we probably win in running. It's as crazy as that is. Like, the energy would have been different. I think we would have won. I'm not kidding at all. I think we definitely yeah. win. Yeah, I think we definitely so did. It's, it's, a, it's a standard fact. Yeah, but hopefully we get that extra juice we need against a team that we should be, that we're a nine and a half point favorite against. And, and um, my, my big thing is, like, um, what happened What happened the one seed year? We lost twice to Nova. What happened to the last Elite Eight year? We lost twice. We lost twice to Nova. Like honestly, we have we have worse NCAA tournament, uh, like NCAA seasons. tournament seasons. The years we beat Nova, so I think we found what the happened formula last year. But Andy, that's kind of like saying like what happened to the year I breathed. Like <laughs> this happened. Like it's just like an every year occurrence. Like just evergreen. It's, like, well, we lost right. to Nova twice. Then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the years that we beat Nova, second I'm round exit. Him. He's he's and not wrong. We, no we also won. True. We also won like thirty games those seasons. So I guess it's a uh, potato potato. Uh, I'm uh, saying I, like I, all, all facts, no printers. <laughs> you're not. You're not wrong. Shout to you're, HP. You're definitely not getting that HP job. That's for sure. No, <laughs> fuck you, Andy. You're, you're fucking done. All right, on to the pigskins, my dudes. This might be where I bow out. I mean, this is kind of like – I mean, it's it's not rectangles for me, but it's not that far removed. Um, it's on a rectangular field. It is definitely – you know, has it has four sides and four corners. Um, that might not be a rectangle, but do you guys want to comment on your initial thoughts of this uh, who day 
Raider chance to break the curse game. So first thing I might say, I mean, as a Xavier fan and a Bengals fan, um, I'm going to say fuck the creators. So that's how I'm going to start this off. I have never like ever. Like the moon? Yes, fuck the moon. Mm, not a big moon, moon guy. Back. Not a, hmm. I hate the moon. I can't honestly cancel well, the moon. Insert insert that for <laughs> random random stuff. The moon. Like, okay, cancel yeah. the moon. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, like mm-hmm. we don't, like it never knows what shape it is. Pick a fucking, mm-hmm. like pick a fucking shape. Like you don't You're need to constantly be working on yourself like that. Has some consistency here. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like the sun's always circular, spherical. Right. <laughs> the sun brings us warmth. You bring us nothing. Well, it brings us like the tides. Like not a big ocean. tide guy. Uh, you don't like to you don't like to surf? Uh, I'm not a big I, I like body surfing. But you didn't like surf you didn't like surfs up with the penguins? I do love penguins. Did you like surfs up? I thought, it was, I thought it was pretty solid. You didn't did you like Johnny Tsunami? No, are you in? You're out on John. You're out on Johnny Tsunami. That's a hot, I, that's a hot honestly, take. I have no idea what the fuck that is. It's a let's watch a Disney Channel movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I didn't see it. You better bet the moon you better pay, was in it. <laughs> the moon can confirm was in it for multiple. <laughs> Starring the moon. <laughs> uh, all right, so that was some bullshit. Uh, as a, I've honestly, as a Bengals fan, I've never ever been. More confident about a playoff hold game. On, hold on, hold on. Andy, that is the best you've ever went from bullshit to actually knowing what the fuck you're going to talk about in the <laughs> entire in the entire history of the podcast. <laughs> I, I was I was about to say I was like saying under my breath, "There's no way he's going to get back on track within the next five <laughs> seconds." <laughs> he jumped right it's back. Probably into it. you're. It's probably the gravitational pull of the moon putting him back on it the track. Is because he just said consistency, Andy. You're not being consistent. You're the moon. I'm going to say it. You like, are you're the moon. Spot. Yeah. Am I gonna cancel again? But, You're but a crescent moon. moon. So. Your haircut's You're... a crescent moon, Andy. You're fucking waxing, bro. I see you. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you waxing son of a bitch. Get it, get into that crater talk, my dude. <laughs> All right, so uh, back to the craters. Uh, uh, I, I love craters. <laughs> I like their flavors. Every single one of them. Big moon pie guy. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, um, so I've, I've never been more confident about a playoff game. I know that's very, very dangerous as a Bengals <laughs> fan, but like, I just – it's different. This team's just different. The Joey B is under center, and I have a lot more confidence in Joey B than Marv from Home Alone. That's, oh, that's fair. Yeah. Oh. Um, see, on paper, yes, I think the Bengals should win the game. Um, they're a better team than, Ra- than the Raiders. They already beat the Raiders. The Raiders just beat the Chargers, who the Chargers demolished the Bengals. So it's like, who really knows what's going on in this triangle? But um, both and that, that's a big. Playing... That's a big thing. That's a big red flag. It's not a rectangle. It's a triangle. That's true. Yeah, yeah a red triangle. Bermuda <laughs> triangle. Burroughs triangle. Um, mm, but I like that. I, both teams have been playing – better football than they probably have been all year the Raiders barely squeaked in but with so much they've gone through with um, obviously the Gruden bullshit um, and then Ruggs of course and then even John Madden I mean it's their team of destiny that, I hate yeah, that I mean it's a good story it's a good story but um, I, I think the Bengals should win 
but I would never predict the Cincinnati Bengals to win a playoff game. So if I'm <laughs> predicting, I'm think I predict that Las Vegas will win the game, but I hope that is not true. Well, I mean, so if you bet on the Bengals, then Las Vegas wins the game no matter what. That's true. Oh, yes, no. That's actually a, Wait. that's a fair point. If you bet against the Bengals, then Las right. Vegas wins yes. no matter what. We meant what you knew, yes. but yes. Yeah. So, oh, man. Now, and also, the game kicks off at 425, I believe. So about six something, that's when the moon will come out. That's what I'm worried about. Not only is the nighttime sky Raiders colors, the moon could be on the side of the Raiders. So we'll have to see what the moon phase is tomorrow. If it's a full moon, I'm taking Vegas. If there's no moon, like not visible, Bengals. We'll, we'll you just better, have to wait and see. Half you better moon, meditate 50, 50. It could be. Andy, who knows? I'm getting nervous. All the signs. I feel like, I feel like Rick Browning because I get to talk about a team that I genuinely don't care about, which is awesome. Like, you know, him him and Xavier, he doesn't give a shit whether they're good or bad. I don't give a shit whether the Bengals are good or bad. It's a win-win for me because if they win, that's awesome. I get to see all my friends be super happy. It's good for the city. You know what I mean? Like, and that that would be cool to see. You know what I mean? It would actually be kind of cool right. to see as someone who wanted to see the Bengals win for the first, like, 25 years of my life. But if they lose, I'm sitting pretty because I don't give a shit. And I don't have to deal with this crappy franchise anymore. And it's honestly kind of funny that I don't have to deal with this stupid bullshit. So, but, but I, dude, they should fucking win. Like, they could not have gotten a better matchup. And we, like, you could not have had a better scenario. And yeah, we should kind of, if it was like New England, I was very worried oh, about New England. A Zach Taylor, Bill Belichick coaching matchup. Oh, woof. And RIP New England. But all I will say is, <laughs> A, a, a word of warning from a 30-year-old who has seen zero Cincinnati Bengals playoff victories in my entire life. Just be cautious about eating the shit. Like, oh, just be cautious. We've seen it happen with this franchise way too many times. And people are always like... Two... Go ahead, Andy. Uh, so uh, people in uh, one of my Cincinnati group chats, they're like, uh, so like, are, are we staying out after the game? Or like, we're going to go make this a big party? <laughs> I'm like Ben's bro. Guys, like not if you lose twenty seven to three. If we fucking lose, I'm my ass is going home. You don't want me around if my, if we fucking lose. I'll just mope around for and eight until hours. March. Yeah, like you'll be you'll be home until freaking March if they lose. Um, but either way, it's gonna be a cool day for the city. It, it's just gonna be fun. I can't wait to see like my Instagram stories, how many people are down there. And um, my girlfriend's brother's going, who I'm close to. A lot of my buddies are super excited. So I'm I'm hoping they pull it out just so you know, and Bengals fans deserve it. You know what I mean? Like it's been such a long, shitty road, and, and I don't really care about it from a, me as a Bengals fan, but Bengals fans deserve one. I, I kind of hope my buddies and all that kind of stuff. I hope we get to see them, you know, get one for them guys for those I guys. Think- one of two things would happen if they do win. One of them will be, hey, we won a playoff game. Who cares what happens the rest of the way? Like, right. I mean, it, it would smart. be the best season that any of the three of us have ever seen, for sure. Dude, if the um, Bengals win this win game, game. Since the city of Cincinnati is going to be shut the fuck down if the Bengals win this it'll, game. It'll be like winning the Super Bowl, honestly. But the other thing I think could happen is, like the Bengals win a game, obviously the fan reaction is going to be the same no matter what. But I could see them like honestly kind of sneaking in to like all the way up to the AFC championship. Honestly, like I, yeah. I don't think that's too far fetched. No, I think they're probably the hottest team in football. I know they just lost to the Browns. That doesn't count, but it's kind of wild. Confidence, the momentum. Media. They're getting so much national media love. I've never seen that before. 
The vibes are changing. Like, I was listening to like some of my favorite sports podcasts. I don't really get to do that much anymore, you know, just being so busy. But like, it's funny. I just, you know, listen to some random. I was never expecting to hear about the Bengals. They're bringing up the Bengals. Like, what the fuck year is this? Um, like, this is just absolutely insane. It's hard to even believe it's the same franchise. But, uh, but they're, but either I just, way, I mean, the, I love Bengals fans have a lot to be by accident. About. Yeah. Mike well, I mean, the, it, like, no, I mean, you had the number one pick. Like, you couldn't fuck that one up. I mean, it would have been crazy if they did, but you couldn't. That wasn't, that was a layup, you know? Right. And like, and what? The, the the team, the franchise needed the personality and the mentality of Joe Burrow. And I think <laughs> it's actually. And he's, oh, dude. He's like the golden boy. Like, oh, he's like the chosen one. They still almost fucked him up last year. Oh, my God. He's like so perfect. Like the perfect prospect. And they still almost did it. Oh, they still almost bengaled Joe Burrow. I think they're out of the woods on, on like his career, like being in jeopardy. But oh, oh my yeah. god, they almost they were just throwing him in traffic last year and it was hard to watch. Oh god. You were but just now, oh. now we're in a position where any game is winnable with him in there. Literally any say, game is winnable. Yeah, I feel good about my chances if he's in there against almost anybody. Yeah, like, I, I mean think I, about I'm never I'm not scared of anybody. Like in in the division, especially. I mean, like they crushed the Steelers, who obviously are a phenomenal football team and in the playoffs um and worthy they of suck. a playoff spot they're just so good <laughs> they're um, terrible. and Roethlisberger will be the first person to tell you that this is one of the best Steeler teams you've ever played for Bengals Yo. blew them out um and then Lamar Jackson who was healthy all year in the Baltimore Ravens uh right they beat them twice um and of course they're not gonna beat the Browns I mean they've got Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum like okay, obviously both, who play at the it. same time, right? Well, Nick. Chubb, they should do more two like, QB sets. Know. They should do two QB sets with that team. I don't know why they, they don't. should have both of them in the backfield. The snap, yep. it's like an option play, and then exactly. it's like okay, who has the ball? They both go through <laughs> a throwing motion towards the same receiver, though. It's like okay, that didn't matter. That's low key a genius offense, honestly, dude. I feel like that with Lamar and Huntley would low-key be nasty. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing, actually. I, Double wildcat quarterback. I feel like that'd honestly be kind of nasty. I'm being dead serious. Imagine one it. of them was right-handed, one of them was left-handed. You can, you can just Literally. go to the whole other side of the field, either Huntley or Lamar, and they can just bomb it. Oh, man. It's beautiful. And one of them, like, wears number seven and one wears number one, but the font looks so similar, and it's just like <laughs> – that's what that's what needs to happen. I think there's a movie idea there. You know, like in The Waterboy where, like, the guy, like, draws up all those plays or whatever? I feel like we might be that the guy. The X's and the O's, but they don't know if they're the X's or the O's. They think they should be the X's because their name starts with an X, but they're actually O's, that movie. We've pretty much done a whole plot of the whole movie during this podcast. Give us 30 minutes. We, we got a script in 30 minutes, I'm telling you. <laughs> it starts yeah, with, first yeah. scene, opening scenes of the moon, like sneezing or something. <laughs> or it just starts off about like sports and just ends up being some like crazy moon space movie. How the hell did they get I here? Just watching Don't Look Up on Netflix. I'm not done with it. Phenomenal movie. I've heard it's really, really good. Very good. Andy, don't Andy, don't look up. You're not gonna like what you see at this hour. It's eleven o'clock at night. Don't look up. <laughs> oh, look, man. I want you to Andy I'm I have the a blinds. video challenge for you. I've seen the videos of you running outside reacting to Wade Miley's no hitter 
I've seen you running outside saying, fuck you, UConn, fuck you, Cincinnati. I want you, at some point, it doesn't have to be tonight, I want you to, like, <laughs> drink, and I want you to run outside, <laughs> and I want <laughs> I want you to oh, cuss God. out the moon. I want you to flip off the moon. <laughs> I want I want you to go all out. I can easily make that happen. It's like I, I mean, I guess I'm the I'm the opposite of Howie from Benchwarmers. All right. I now I just want to I just can't wait to read Andy's biography someday. Oh man. Hate this man it. literally no, yelled at hater. Andy. This man literally yelled at the moon. <laughs> oh, you gotta be a special kind of psycho to yell at the fucking I love moon. It. I love it. Oh, shit. Okay. That is incredible. Guys, should we get into a mail's box real quick? Oh, I forgot uh, all about that. But that yes, let, let the moonlight oh. shine upon the mail's box. <clears throat> Let's just jump right into it. Which can also be described question. as a moon. That's actually, might, <laughs> That's, that might be a new thing. I saw, this, I saw this thing on the internet where this guy is like butt-ass naked. I'm sure you guys probably saw this too. And he's like grabbing his legs and he's like open- you know, open wide, man, like to the sun. And it's like, I don't know. He's apparently like sunning his asshole or something like that. Like what about, I wonder what that, what it would do. It said it's like really good for you. What if you did that with the moon? Hmm. It could create just maybe just, like an eclipse. You'd much just start some, orbiting it. Some moonlight on the old taint skis, you know, and it can only be good for you. Right. Couldn't hurt. I, mean, I don't when, know. Just some moons collide. Something to think about Andy. Something to think about. Nice job. <laughs> if, well, if this suite gets 25 likes, Andy will go outside <laughs> and <laughs> present his asshole upon the moon. <laughs> and then yell at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's fucking answer Dude. some questions. Uh, mailbag, mailbox. Why do we oh, exist? Sell, sell all your answer to the mailbag question stocks. Oh, man. Just dump them. Um, Jess says, what about the female box? Also, who on the team do you think has the best facial hair? Um, if we're talking Xavier basketball team, I have no clue. D'Artagnan. Uh, ah, yeah. solid answer. Well, Actually, I mean, yeah. the blue blob has hair all over him. What, uh, at like, what point does it stop becoming facial hair? Because <laughs> I'll I've, say the I've, yeah, I've that's wondered exactly. that about myself too. Because it like naturally goes onto your neck, and some people have, like don't yeah. shave their necks. I do, but then the neck hair, like, I mean, there might be a gap, but it kind of just fades in the chest hair. Like, is it all the same? I don't know. I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, I, I'm here to break it down. I would say eyebrows, quick, facial hair. I, I mean, it's in the name, hair on your face. I mean, I would say so. I would say so. I, I think it's. I think that's an easy one, but we can talk about that later. Hot dog sandwich type shit. I would say to females box. I mean, this is a family podcast, so I'm not going to go there. Number right. two, uh, facial, uh, facial hair. Uh, Andy, you got anything? I'm well, stalling. I mean, so as far as the best facial facial hair on the team, I mean, it yeah. might be. I mean, it might. Go ahead. Has to be Kunkel. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Like, like you always want, you always want it to be patchy, and you really, you really, you really want the mustache to stand out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, that's, the, he, that's the goal. He is definitely like a you know what starter pack kind of thing. Like just picture of his leg tat, facial hair. Oh, uh, there's definitely a starter pack. Uh, Cooper there High for sure. School starter pack. 100%. Yeah, no, 
no question. Uh, that's definitely what I was thinking of. Yeah, I, it's got to be Kunkel, right? Unless you're going for Fremantle's goatee. There's not, not a whole lot of facial hair on this roster. I was going to low-key low say Jonas. Like, I think he has a lack of facial hair. is a solid move for him. Too much jaw. You know what I mean? Uh, you can't hide that thing up with a Well, he's from Georgia. <laughs> Anyways, Good. on to our next question from Larry Boy. How many legs does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? He answered this. <laughs> so, Is it, it, to uh, me, it depends because there. I've heard the term before. You can be a, like, there's hard liquors, right? Um, I think that is something you, like because I always liquor when I'm hard. To, speaking of the females box, not every lick is going to be the same. So, uh, studies. I googled this yeah. one yesterday. I've been off for five days. Um, God, Purdue University matter. researched it. it. They, on average, and it depends what type of liquor, um, it takes 364 licks to get to the center. So you could lick every single day except on your birthday. In one year, you would get to the center of it. A lot of bacteria. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing a lick a day, bold strategy. Right. A lick a day does, I don't know, keep something away. Here's my question. Full moon, waxing moon, waning, where are we at in the lunar cycle is my question because that's going to have a huge impact on my licking power. That's fair. So, I mean, you have to you have to quantify these kind of things. I need specifics. I'm going to answer the question, you know, accurately. I don't want to give you some bullshit answer. I mean, I don't know where we're at in the lunar cycle. I mean, as someone who's never found the spot to lick properly, uh, I think I might be a little less efficient. So I think I would probably be around like the 500, 600 range. Okay. That's yeah. the point where they just, like, it just tells me to stop. Lakes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Whenever they tell you to stop. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I'm going to bed. Uh, anyways, our next question from our dear friend, Cranges. In honor of Xavier breaking out the home running man jerseys this weekend, if that running man himself had a name, what would be a proper full name for our guy? Lunar. <laughs> Lunar blue, metallic, like a paint color. Lunar. I'm dying inside. Lunar. All this liquor, all this liquor and lunar stuff. I'm dying. All right. Next question. All right. So Cranjus' name's Lunar. That is a um 100 confirmed thought by all of us um yep. he has a follow-up question if nike gave the running man a signature sneaker line for his running shoes what would those be called i'd call them lunar eclipse Ooh. all right there it is like done done say less consensus okay all right i'd buy them too honestly I remember the, remember the um the moon shoes from when we were kids the little, like tr- bouncy shoes Oh yeah, I think I think that's those would be like right on brand for him. I'd buy those lunar eclipses and moonwalk in them after I learned how to moonwalk. Um, Lester, who traded a paperclip for a Miller Light, he says, "Hey fellas, third time, long time." <laughs> Major <laughs> L, and, Andy would like never. Wendy's. <laughs> Wait, say the question again. Do you like Wendy's? Wendy's what? When these when nuts these come across his face, dragon your face. Then yeah. AKS, yeah. how about dragons? Everything's full circle. I've heard um, the D's have good breakfast, though. That's that's word on the street. The D's. I don't wake up. Captain D's. 
Captain D's. And I don't know like when it ends. I, I think it's kind of early on the earlier side. You got, I think it's before like nine. Yeah, be an early it's bird. It's kind of so. like the facial hair question. At what point is it not breakfast time anymore? Is there like a clear cut time? It's like, okay, 1030. It's not breakfast anymore. You can only eat Baconators. I don't like, live. Okay, well. I don't live in a food box. I'm gonna be honest with you. I eat mashed potatoes first thing in the morning, and I have eggs and bacon going before I'm going to bed. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't live in a food box. Got to got to open those minds up, America. You eat a Cholito for breakfast? It's just 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 food. I mean, if I feel like it, yeah. There are two days in a row that the only thing I eat was Skyline. Oh, it's not bad. <laughs> that sounds that sounds awful. Like it's awesome for one meal a day. I don't know if I've ever had Skyline for more than two meals in a day. Bold of you to think I had more than one meal in the day. Just just one big just buffet session. You just went to town. I I got drunk. I forgot to eat. (laughs) Even that happens. Um, Xavier updates. He or she asks, realistically, what's the highest seed you could see Xavier getting in the tournament? Talking about the NCAA tournament. Oh, okay. And what's what seed we get in there? Right. I, mean, I, I think see, the highest quality realistically seed. speaking. I, I could think... see them getting a one to a sixteen. I can see yeah. it, but realistically, I know that there's well, there's a fifty-fifty chance. But what yeah. do we really think is the best case scenario? I mean, the highest quality seed that, that Xavier could get is Coop seed. Um, mm. Speaking of seed, Andy, have you been laying any seed lately? Are we out of the are we out of the woods or? Planting any trees? No, no trees yet. Hey, up top. Oh boy. Okay. Um, I, I forgot to post my tweet. It's <laughs> okay. That's okay. There's no time. Forgot to eat. Forgot yeah. to tweet. What's next? <laughs> forgot to pull out. It's supposed to rhyme with e. You son of a bitch. Uh, seeds. I mean, if you know, if Xavier wins out, we'll get like a two seed. But I would say the four to I mean, it, it's the Big East, so you could lose some games. I'd say four to eight range, I'd say, is probably yeah. realistic. I would see – I see us getting about a five or a six seed. Um, as I think – I do think we'll end up top three in the Big East. Um, and between two and three, it'd be like a game. So, I do see – if we make the semifinals and finish top three in the Big East, then we'll probably end up around the, the four or five range. So, I'm thinking about a five seed. Yeah, I think my initial thought was a four seed being the best case scenario or that I could realistically see. I think four to – I'm going four to six. I think that would be a a good guess. Um, This season can't break my heart. I don't know if I'm mentally prepared to lose a third time to Villanova if we play in the Big East tournament. I'm mentally prepared for it. Fair enough. I just hope – I hope maybe Villanova has like a second round Big East tournament loss or something like Creighton beat them or something. If, if they if they get lined up with the Paul, it's it's highly possible. Someone brought That's this up true. in H bet. Is this is this a year where Nova cuts nets down or is this a year where they can bounce in the second round? Because it's one or the other. I think it's a Can second round tell. bounce here. I think it's a second round bounce here. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. As, if you think, are you talking like full NCAA tournament? Yes. Do you think they get past yeah. the second round this year? I think they. Get, uh, I think they go up the Sweet Sixteen of the NIT. <laughs> Damn. I just. That's I mean, fifty-fifty chance, but <laughs> I'm on one side of the fifty there. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, Big East bets. 
says, rank the most annoying Big East fan bases on Twitter. For me, West Virginia, Syracuse, and USF are yeah, the top good, three though. most annoying. Uh, Someone did their own all time. I, I, would, I would throw Tulane in there. Just remember they were invited mm. to the Big East before we were. See, I didn't I'm know gonna, that. I'm going to say Marquette, Butler, and Georgetown just because no fan base is worse than an annoying fan base. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. That, that, that truly, yeah, that, that is. This is, the, this is the large East. I, I don't, if you're going to be annoying, at least like have a fan base, at least have some kind of fan following. Uh, like at least make it fun, except for Villanova. I'm cool if they don't have a fan base because like that's just never going to be fun for us. But every other school, I want you to have a fan base so that, you know, we can, you know, talk our shit. And yeah. I will say, like, I'll, I'll say my, my three worst. I mean, Butler, full on. Yeah. Butler, so they're, they're, they're in a league of their own. Then. I'll, I'll throw Georgetown in there because one, you don't fucking exist. Um, like <laughs> they so don't, useless. Sh- they don't show out at all. And honestly, uh, fuck you, Georgetown, once again. And you think that your uh, <clears throat> rivalry of Syracuse is something that anybody gives a fuck about? Like <laughs> you, you think visors are cool? Fuck out of here. My third one is probably gonna um, stun some people. Is not a here? big, not a big stand. <laughs> Xavier Facebook. Um, <laughs> uh, St. John's. They're my third. I can see that. St. John's seems really... to be the most out of touch fan base on the planet. Like they dude. always think they're going to be really oh. fucking good. You're actually not wrong there. Cause dude, like, I don't know what is that? That fan base does all these fucking polls all the fucking time. You guys have seen that shit. They always do these fucking polls or whatever. And I get at least, 10 to 20 dms a year like hey bro will you vote for me in this poll and it's like which twitter account makes the best egg sandwich and i'm like dude i don't give i don't give a fuck obviously about, one from egg xavier yeah i'm like i don't give a fuck about which lunar cycle this like your red storm fan base poll I, I don't give a fuck like it's so freaking annoying i don't i'm not gonna vote for you in this stupid ass poll and now now i'm just never gonna you know unfollowed and it takes a lot for me to unfollow somebody i'm not gonna mute you but i'll unfollow you yeah, that shit's fucking annoying. Like, who gives a fuck? And then I can't really think of much else. My favorite is Seton Hall by a mile. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're just, big time yeah, up there. Yeah, Love Seton Hall. They're they're producing kings. And then UConn's still up there just because they're fun to engage with. I mean, they're annoying they're funny as fuck. As fuck. And they're, yeah, and they're, they're, the, really, they're the biggest fan base by far, too, so that helps. Yeah, And they're one of the, the most largest, eastest. They're the largest they are the biggest, that, most eastest fan base in the conference. They are. Any other standouts in either direction? In the country. I can't think of any other standouts in any major direction. Providence uh, is uh, a little the, crazy. They're, they're they're nut jobs, but there are nut jobs. Yeah, they're uh, they're kind of like degenerate. I think they're the most degenerate, other than Butler. Just like out there, they've got a couple of just crazies. They they, they for sure do like like way out there and just complete oh, full on insanity. But they have some really good the, ones and fun to engage with. The Blue Demon Degenerate account's pretty good. I love that dude. Yeah, that dude's on the up. He is to Paul Twitter. That that is definitely. And yeah. that, I would I would say that not John Rothstein's a Big East account. No, yeah. we, we just don't know at this point. like which one he is. He's just he's just like mashed potatoes. I just don't I don't know who to attribute uh, him to, uh, but I know he's he's one of us for sure. There's an imposter yeah, among us. That's fair. Now I will say if you grabbed any of the other Big East teams and said who the most uh, annoying fan base is without hesitation, it'd be us. Oh, for UConn sure. And it's That's UConn and Xavier. Right. Unless you're Providence. Providence would vote for UConn. Everyone else would probably vote for us. Yeah. Which I, I, mean, I, I think is a badge goal. of honor. That's a badge of honor. Yeah, absolutely. Please hate me. 
please hate me. I mean, I mean, dude, we've had an unbelievable impact on this fan base. Like this used to be a very large with a high BMI fan base that was rich and quiet and active on Facebook. Very Butlerish fan base. And we turned it into just anarchy, man. Like we turned this into a shit show and, and I have nothing but pride in that. Um, when I, when I see, when I look at a, a final score and see, you know, six likes and 78 comments, uh, <laughs> that, that will never not bring a smile on my face. And I think the best part of the people just don't get the joke or just, you know, life is too serious to be like, oh, you guys are such losers. Like, <laughs> yeah, sorry for having fun on fucking Twitter. You know what I mean? I like, mean, what other fan base gets like their entire like 50 person group blocked by Ball State or Norfolk State? I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find another fan base that can that can literally print that banner. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure we all got oh. pre blocked by Ball State. Like, we Ball should, State we, came in I with a plan to block all of us. I just thought of something, dude. We should make remember in like all those old college basketball games, you'd have like your own little Hall of Fame. We should make like an extreme fam Hall of Fame and just all these banners, like, got 50 people blocked by the Ball State Twitter <laughs> account. Like, all these things we tweeted into existence. Like, that would be. We have a fucking shrine in there, bro. We got a lot of we, and we, it's only been a few years. Idea. We got a we got a lot of shit we can hang our hat on. Oh yeah, we yeah, got an alumni a lot in that group chat. We got Mark Lyons and Trayvon Blue and JP McCure to play together. That's true. Then, uh, okay, fifteen years down the road, we're going to have a Xavier like fan base Hall of Fame inside the Centau Center. This might be a job for like Laryl just to compile all of the uh, the extreme fam wins over the years. That'd be pretty fun. That would be we amazing. Could, we could we, here's a here's a real thing that we actually could do. We could make an extreme fam hall of fame in the metaverse. That's something we could actually yes. do. This has my name written all over it. <laughs> I'm all in on this. I'm all in all on right. NFTs in the metaverse. I don't know how it works or happens yet. I have no clue. Wait, um, I don't know how we're all going to afford these headsets, but maybe we can share. I'm going to speak for all of us, but I, I think it's safe to say that the Roll Blob podcast is allocating at least 80% of its funds into the metaverse as we speak. Uh, we are shifting our focus and investing heavy in the metaverse. Heavy. And there's Roll Blob podcast available in the metaverse. You can buy our NFTs. There's no moon in the metaverse. It's a safe space. Like the fucking the moon only exists in the offline world. No moon, boys. And if this is something that interests you, feel free to tip 69 cents as we're you know trying to buy our virtual real estate here. Um, but anyway, I actually really, really like this idea. I'm not even fucking kidding. Uh, and, and they say the metaverse doesn't have any fucking you know, practicality. I mean, what is more useful than that? Literally. Now, if you can, we could all go to the metaverse and we could all like, uh, well, I don't know if Xavier games exist there yet, but we'll have to figure that one out. We can talk in the metaverse. Like, I guess we got to talk Xavier games into I mean, existence. Guess, Xavier's actually, been ahead of like the game. Twitter space. Xavier's been living know. in the future. They have the freaking VR headsets up top. They've had those for like seven years. I would say right. just well, yeah. today. I would say it's safe. To, I'll, dude, I'll call up Timeizer right after this and see if we can just get some some partnership here. May as well. I mean, imagine see, how big of a scoreboard you could have in the metaverse. <laughs> if you, you can live it for scoreboard, sure. If you oh could be God. a scoreboard in the metaverse, I'd like to be one. <laughs> be one. You live in one. 
Well, yeah, but I want to just experience what my house. Oh, dude, Never the mind. things that, it feels like having is, people inside me. This is why the oh, out of boy, Andy, classic Andy moment. This is why the metaverse is so beautiful. Like we could literally create that scoreboard. You can fucking live in it. Oh, dude, uh, the metaverse is beautiful. Metal world it. peace, low key. Um, um, what was the question that we answered that got us to that? <laughs> uh, most annoying fan bases. On- <laughs> on twitter within the <laughs> big east bets um asked us that um his bio says all right shout out to you big east bets banter you're welcome uh 59 followers make it 60 oh, i've just followed thank you so much for this oh. idea you're welcome in our metaverse anytime we went um, full metaverse on a which big east fan base <laughs> <laughs> oh man Wait oh, till you that, hear what's next. How about that moon, though, man? This the is moon's a son our, of a bitch. This is our final question of the... Wait, so the moon uh, is a son of a bitch? Yeah, you don't want to meet the big bitch. <laughs> moon is a bitch. <laughs> next time I get pissed off, I'm going to say... Andy, moon of a bitch. Andy, Andy Thor <laughs> meme. Andy's, like, talking to the moon, and the moon's like, you can't defeat me. I know, but he can. The big bitch. <laughs> Anyways, let's wrap you, up moon. the mail, mailbox and uh, wrap up the podcast right after it. Patrick Capel, if you had to come up with a nickname for UC's daddy, Jack Nungy, what would it be? A nickname for Jack Nungy. Mr. Meoff. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, Jack X 2.0. I thought it was clear that I mean, he's our love child. So mm. I would just call him Sun. <laughs> Jason not to be confused with Moon. <laughs> yes, not to be confused with Moon. We don't fuck with that here. It's either Jason Piccarillo, Mister Meoff, Jack X three, Jack X two point or who wants to Jack X two point oh? way better than yeah. way better than who wants to sex Matumbo. Yeah. Jack X two point Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who wants a sex Patumbo? I was thinking of Jadavion <laughs> Clowney when he'd walk into a party and be like, who wants to fuck Clowney? I like who wants to jack Nanji a lot better. Yeah, that's that's a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. that yeah, that's fair. I, I'm trying to think of like Jack, like the playing card, like Jack of Hearts, like Jack of something. Like, then you could go like, there's okay. like card games, like, um, like spider and stuff. I don't know. Jack. I, I don't know. I'll have to work on it. I'm just imagining like Jack, like the playing card and like a, like the game of spider. Oh. I love the game of spider. Like it's like solitaire, but it's like easier. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's like, ever been bungee jumping. Nungee jump. Yeah. Okay. Like web to web. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's kind of funny because you can't really jump. No, but he's eight foot eight, so he doesn't really need to. No, I don't know. Like about jumping hand, you just you don't really jump. You just walk off of it. You know what I mean? You just fall. You don't really jump. I thought that was kind of stupid. Opposite. Hmm. Yeah, dumb. World, world's a weird place. Metaverse Andy, won't have that. I think. I think to send us out, we need a, a fuck you moon. You guys, tech up out of here. <laughs> Honestly, like, all right, I got, I gotta go. I gotta get the emotion ready. I gotta walk outside. 
I can see it. That lunar piece of shit. I are you, Andy? Are you on your laptop by chance? I am. Yes. You're gonna carry a laptop outside <laughs> at the moon. Wait, does the metaverse have a moon? Because this might be a problem. I don't think so. If it okay, does, nice. I'm not going. We'll yeah, fuck that. All right, I'm looking at that fucking bitch. God, <laughs> fuck you, moon.